This is the Opposite Ends Podcast. Welcome. This is episode 12 of the Opposite Ends Podcast. I'm Elton on the boards. Across from me, we got Josh. Bro, that intro was clean. What's good, everybody? <laughs> no um, uh, from the opposite end of me, via webcam slash phone call, we got Tristan. Good evening. And to the right of me, we have Ryan. Man, we're getting more and more professional each week. Just a little bit. Just a little spicy dicey. We may have 100 followers, but we're going to be the best damn fucking podcast <laughs> with 100 followers out there. I'm just saying. On today's episode, we're getting to a quick recap of some headlines that we missed last week. Uh, we get into some famous or infamous uh, Christmas bracket. The negative comment we, we got. Yeah, the first, yeah, first negative comment. I don't you know. haven't made it in life unless you got a negative comment. We continue the Christmas joy. We talk a little Bet. bit Christmas music. And then we um, get into some NBA drama, NBA season talk. If you haven't heard, it starts Christmas Day. As always, we first want to thank. Am I saying it right, Christmas Day? Yeah, no, oh, <laughs> there's an NBA game, game on right there's now. There's big games on Christmas Day. But. As um, we always want to thank our listeners for listening. If you like it, or if you don't like it, it doesn't really matter. Please hit that subscribe button. Just, just, just hit it. Touch it. Comment. We would love to hear your feedback, especially but the negative feedback. I'd, Give I'd it to us. For it. We're I ready for it. it. That's what I want. Listen to us just to shit on us, because trust me, that's the only way we're going to get better. <laughs> but first, let's get into some of these headlines, okay? We're going to start a new segment, but I need to explain it first before we get into it. Let's do it. All right, so we've got NFL coming to an end. Well, about to come to an end, I would say. NBA season, season about to start. Mm -hmm. um, you got hockey about to start January 1st. Yep. So there's some newsworthy topics that we can't all cover, so... At least not in a 40 to 50 minute podcast no, episode. Not at all. So I think uh, we feel that we're worthy enough to have two cents about each of these headlines. So we're going to try to get it in as quick as possible. And the segment is called Cap or No Cap. All right. Cap or No Cap. Is this like a Kaepernick segment or what, what are we doing? Bottle cap. Bottle cap segment? Neither. Neither. So, um, Although Tristan couldn't make it with us today, I had Offset come in. Offset came in, and he's going to explain cap or no no cap. Offset, come on. All right, can you explain? First off, cap man, bullshit, lies. But when you put the no cap, it's like I'm dead serious. Did we get that? I always love when Migos join us. Like it's so <laughs> rare for us to get. Well, and, and we really appreciate you, Offset, coming and sitting down here at the at the pool yeah, table in the middle of a pandemic. That's really generous of you, Tom. <laughs> so, do we do we get it? I mean, he can explain it again if, if let's you do it get one more time. It. I okay, want to really right, grasp right, this. You want to get it? All right, here we go. First off, cap man, bullshit, lies. But when you put the no cap, it's like I'm dead serious. All right, all right. So we think something's bullshit. We right. call cap. Right, right, right. And if I'm like, no, bro, I just spent a thousand dollars on Christmas, no cap. I'm for real. I just spent too much there money on my damn go. family. All there right. we go. I got it. So I'm we're ready. gonna go through some headlines. You're just gonna go through and say, "All right, cap. That's bullshit. No cap. That's pretty spot on." All right, I'll Ryan that's... Elton's laying down a lot of uh, education tonight for us. Yeah, yeah. I uh... social media pop culture education hey, 101. Man, every day is a school day, and when you live out in the suburbs, I can always learn some yeah. some new stuff. Ta take us to school, Elton. I'm ready. So I, I was going to read the Urban Dictionary, but we got it, right? We got it. We got it. All We're right, ready. Perfect. Okay. 
As you guys have heard. All right. Thanks, Offset. See you later. Yeah, thanks, Appreciate Offset. it. Thank you, man. <laughs> Tiger, safe, Woods, safe Tiger Woods' son, Charlie, is playing. I think his name is Charlie, Charlie Woods. Yes, sir. Yeah, Chucky. Chucky. No, it's, it's Charlie. Charlie will be a better golfer than Tiger. Cap or no cap? Ooh. Cap. I, I got to call Cap. Tiger's really? one of the greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. And I'm just trying to think there's only one father-son duo that actually lived up to the hype, and that's Ken Griffey, Ken Griffey Jr. It is so hard to follow in your dad's footsteps. Was Jr. better? I thought Jr. was better, wasn't it? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's hard to live up to your dad's shadow. Ken Griffey was really good. He wasn't. Calvin a, Hill, Grant Hill. I mean, there's there's others. There's others, but it's so rare. Were now, I'll say this. Especially in the same sport. Watching the videos of Charlie's golf swing and mannerisms and how they sync up exactly with his dad. Amazing. Even the 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 uh, dog leg hook drive around the trees and you the, take a few steps eagle. and then you do the lean the lean just to kind of see it they both leaned at the exa- I mean it's just and then he eagles it here's I got a cap no cap just to follow up on this cuz this is okay. one thing I saw Charlie Woods will win the Masters before he's 25 years old cap um he's 11 cap. I say no cap no cap. I, I think, think he can do it. Yeah, I think I no think cap. When is he even eligible to win the Masters? He's seven years to win. I it? think it's no. I think it's sixteen. As long as he. How many guys under twenty five have won the Masters? Tiger Woods, Jordan Spieth. Um, We're talking single digit number of people. I just so, I, all I'm saying is this could be the second coming. The, it's too it's, too too early to crown him it though. Pro or not pro? But if we're calling it now, I think better he, better I, than Tiger. No. It's cap. That's cap. No. Yeah. Cap. Okay. Now, what about big chunky uh, daily kid? Better than I John. I think he has a chance. Really? I think that's no cap. I think that's no cap. To Wait. be better than the great Tiger Woods? Hey. No, his dad, John Daly. No, John oh, Daly. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, John Daly was he was a gadget golfer. That's what I'm getting. So at. yeah, I think his son. Yeah, I, I'll be. call no cap on it. Could be. All right, jump into the next one. Jerry West allegedly called the Lakers a shit show on a voicemail during uh, the Kawhi Leonard free agency saga. He also allegedly said Kawhi might be the best player on the team if he went to the Lakers. Cap or no cap? With Anthony Davis or was this before after Anthony Davis? This was before Anthony. Oh, okay. Hold, did they get Anthony Davis and then... I don't think they had Anthony Davis first. I we'll think roll it as... We'll roll it as, is he going to be better than LeBron? It's LeBron, right. Exactly. Based on last season and being able to have hindsight, I'm going to call Cap because he wasn't better than LeBron last season. No Cap. He was definitely better at the time of the transaction when he had just won a title. MVP. With the Raptors. And LeBron struggled and he was hurt too. So it's at the time. Yeah, but I live in hindsight. It's the easier way to live like Mark Cuban. So It's also hindsight. I'm going well, I normally take a player and his whole NBA to weigh whether he's good or not yeah. or the best. Um, that's for sure a cap. LeBron is still better than Kawhi. What okay. do you think, Tristan? Man, it's tough. I mean, I won't live in hindsight. I'll live relatively new age. I'll go no cap. Um, it's a good answer, Tristan. I like the way – I like the way – Kawhi matches up against LeBron. Uh, LeBron's got a greater skill set. Kawhi, I think, is more of a technician in a few different areas. So, um, yeah, no cap slightly. There, there's definitely not any sort of 
major. Can we get offset back in here to let us know when it's in between a cap or no cap? What do we do there? <laughs> if it's a straight oh. tie. Ooh, um, off cap. Okay. Is, Cardi, is Cardi available? Can Cardi, yeah, can Cardi come in and give she's us got, something? She's coming in the next right, one. Right, uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Um, Aaron Rodgers deserves the MVP over Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, does. full cap. Really? I'll go full no cap. cap. I'll go no cap. No cap? No cap. I'll go no cap. Wow. No, no cap. cap. For I'm real. going no cap. Did y'all see Patrick Mahomes' touchdown at the end of that game? Yes. He's to a Tyree yeah, Kill? I did. Tyreek Hill wasn't there. The ball had to be thrown within about a six-inch window to miss the defender and not be too far outstretched to where it would be even inconceivable to catch and be in the end zone. I mean, I'm not saying he's better than Rodgers this year. What I'm saying is deserves. He's deserves is the key word. And Mahomes has way more weapons than what the Packers have. Part of the Packers have the great. best wide receiver in the league, and they have a top five Who running was back. Out multiple games, and they have a top Both five were running out back. Multiple games, and they have a top five running back. Both were out multiple games. Wow, I think there's some shade. This is what LeBron went through. He was fatigue. the best player it's for MVP. ten years, but we can't keep giving it to him. It's MVP fatigue. Okay, right. you can't put Patrick Mahomes in the category as LeBron James. It's two different Not sports. Yet. Not yet. He All sure right, looks last, like it. Last one. Texas Tech homers. All I want for Christmas is the most played Christmas song on Spotify. It is the most popular Christmas song of all time. Cap or no cap. Is this like a Jeopardy? This is Mariah, Mariah Carey. I'm going to have to go no cap. No cap. No cap. There's not it, even an explanation. It's, it's the most played no. song all year, every year during holiday season. There's a reason I hate it so much, and that's because it is the most played. Yep. Oh, no cap for sure. It's a phenomenal song. Yeah, it's a great song. I love it. They could play it as Shut much up, as they Ryan. want. I will say her recorded version has been way better than the live version well, she's put out important. there the last we few years. Uh, but yeah. Don't no. judge her for that. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's a great song. But I have some other songs that I like. Yeah, let's let's talk favorite Christmas song. I, I like that segment. We need to we need to keep that in the loop. Now we know. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we, now we, that we understand yeah, and fully yeah. grasp. We're, we're learning. Yeah, we'll pick it up. We could always call it true or false. Well, that's the suburban that, version. That's the suburban <laughs> uppity. I'm trying to educate. Yeah, and we're we're trying to get fun. that new lingo suburban going. Suburban private school. We're, we're talking a little bit differently here. So we're going okay. songs, Christmas songs. Let's follow in the last question. I'm going to go first here. Okay. And I like to break these things up into different classifications like new school versus old school versus old school. And I think the way I kind of segment that is new school for me is basically 2000. Oh, really? So I'll say since the nineties. Oh, okay. And I'm going to go old school right now with my man, Andy Williams. It it puts a smile on your face. No, it's, I feel like I'm walking into a shopping mall and I'm just ready to spend money and get into that giving spirit. I'm going to actually give a dollar to that lady shaking the bell outside. I mean, it's a great song. Good, good choice. It's a phenomenal song. It's the best old school song. And there's a lot of good ones. There's Bing Crosby. I mean, there's a bunch of old ones that are Frank Sinatra. I, I kind of went in a little bit different direction with old school. I consider old school anything before 2000s. And this one flirts with your oh, definition. Wow. Old school, new school. But I went Jackson 5, Santa Claus is coming I mean, to town. Definitely before the 2000s. Yes. But, you should have cued me here a little bit, but it's fine. You know, it's okay. We'll, we'll make it happen. 
Our producer's not always on the ready, but here we go. Here comes Michael. Little here he Michael. comes. Here he comes. How old is he in this song? Ten. Probably eight. Eight. Such you know a why good I one. don't like this song? Oh, no, don't do that to Here's me. the thing. I like the song. I like the last one better. Oh, Thank yeah. you. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I do like this one. This song can only, no be play, only be played at a certain mood. Like when I'm up and chipper. Yeah, you're cleaning the house, getting ready for everybody to come over. I can't feel some type of way and hear this. I can feel some type of way and listen to that old song, and it brings me to... Well, fuck me. I didn't saying. know we were trying to compete here. I, just, I mean, we're know. always competing. We're this always. is what we do. <laughs> All right, I can't wait for Tristan's and Jesus. All right, well, we're going to go with my old school pick. And by old school, I mean, this is this is old. This When you think of the pantheon of Christmas songs ever made, this is up there. Um but it's going to be Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, okay. Santa's best friend. Is it Santa's best friend? Santa's best friend. Is it? And I, I, I'm pretty sure I gave you a pretty good head start with old school. Wow. I don't know what version <laughs> this is. But is, this, this, is this this one? This is, this is not the version. This I is not the whatever. version. <laughs> whatever. This is the this polka, is the polka version. version. <laughs> There's just so many. No. Hey, give me polka. Give me polka. Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. This is not bad. Is this Jason Mraz? I don't know. Uh-uh. Matt Johnson. Ah. Oh. Of course. I, Everyone well, knows who Matt Johnson is. I'm going to forgive Tristan on this one. When he put out Rudolph as his favorite old school song, I didn't think the version really mattered. I thought you would know which one to go to. And I went straight all kids. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That wasn't it. But yeah, it's a great song, Tristan. You're right. Johnny Marks. Do you guys, do you oh, guys know what Autry. version I'm talking about? Though? Yeah. Yeah. Gene okay, Autry. It's, yeah. Gene Autry. Yeah. I had to look it up, by the way. Gene Autry. All right, mine. Yep. This is new school. This is new. I'm just going to go and lead with it. Here we go. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I almost did this one. <laughs> is this Bieber? This is Bieber. <laughs> this makes you Get smile, out. bro. Get out. Come on, Tristan. You feel it. I'm done. Tristan's <laughs> a hater, man. He, he hates fun happiness. He just hates it. Especially if it's a boy that looks like a girl. I mean, making I millions it. of dollars singing pop. Come on. Hey, Pop. I wouldn't have known this was a Christmas song, so I'm phenomenal with, I'm with Tristan song. on this one. Phenomenal. All right, so th- it's that's not actually, phenomenal. I'm glad you brought this one up because I want to have a little discussion around this. One of the things about Christmas songs, some of it that I like, some of it that I despise, is you get a bunch of people that re-record the same mm-hmm. shit over and over. Mm-hmm. Like, you pulled up Rudolph. Mm-hmm. How many freaking versions of Rudolph was there? There's a lot. There so right. there's only so many people that come up with a new creative Christmas song over time. You can hate the be- the Beebs all you want, but at least it's a new song. It's you new probably song. had a hundred people help him write it. Oh. Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you was a remake, but she also made it her own. And I think that's the difference. That makes it a big deal. If you make it your own, I'm okay with it. If you just sing it to sing it, which country music, uh, singers are notorious for just re-singing the song and putting out a Christmas yep. album. I have a problem with that. I agree. Give me the classic, the original version more times than not. I've got one though, Ryan, that is a remake as my favorite new school song. Okay. And it's because anything with his voice on it and Christmas music 
I think he's aced it, knocked it out of the park. I'm talking about Michael Bieber. Buble. Oh, Bieber. Yeah. Sorry. Another B. I'm talking about Michael Buble. He's actually featured on the song. This The main artist is Adina Menzel, and it's Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh. I really can't say. Baby, it's cold outside. I do like Michael, though. Michael's amazing. He's got an old school flavor to him that is just enjoyable. I don't think anyone thought Frank Sinatra could ever be duplicated. And when Michael Buble came out about 20, maybe 15, 20 years ago with the voice and... I mean, he he nails Sinatra songs, but this was a Sinatra song as well, Christmas classic, and he kills it. I mean, this song's awesome. I know there's a lot of controversy this song. Grow the fuck up. No. If you don't like the song, don't listen to yeah, it. If you don't like date rape, get out of here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, First yeah, of all, not even, not even gonna, we're not going to touch on that. That. <laughs> that was a little too far. I want you to take it back right now, Ryan. No take cap. it back. No cap. That's all no full cap. cap. But you know what, Elson? Let's end it with your favorite on, musical mine. song. I got my new school song. I have to play it. Well, hold on. Did you give Elton the version so he doesn't fuck it up this time? No, I probably could. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. But go ahead. Do Elton. I think I have it. No, no, no. Go ahead. Is this oh, okay? Let me see if I got so, it. Let's see if we. So this is this is a rendition of an older song. Um, it's a instrumental. There are no words. Um, but when you have the amount of talented musicians that come together and call themselves the Trans Siberian Orchestra. And then you throw Carol of the Bells in there. You have absolute magic. And everybody who has the, the, the house lights that dance and play lighting to music, it's this song that you hear. So, um, yeah, this is not it, Elton. No. Oh, come on. I, you said Carol of the Bells? It's not. I don't think it's called it's, Carol of the Bells. It's, it's, it's Chris McCaden. Yeah. Christmas it's, Caden. It's a rendition of this song and then two others mixed together. Christmas what? It's their Christmas own song. Is that not Carol Caden. of the Bells? See, no, it's called one. Christmas Caden. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I know what you're talking about. It's the, they lead every Christmas concert off with it and they finish every Christmas concert off with it. Yeah, just Boy, Carol of the Bells. Well, it's all right. We can always move to Elton's. Well, that was mine. I mean, mine mine was Justin Biebs. I mean, that's my old. I, I don't really listen to too much old stuff. Yeah, I'm starting to learn, Elton. You're not a huge no Christmas fan. No, no, Are no. you the Grinch or someone said he didn't know? He didn't my know family Christmas would vacation. Say. Do you think we could queue know. up my favorite? Absolutely. Musical? That's what I was going to do. Right Tristan, away. I really want you to pay attention to this one. I hope I don't. Ha- I don't have a choice, do I? Not much of one, no. Greatest Christmas song of all time. Not Bing Crosby. Not Frank Sinatra. Oh, I muted it. Sorry. I googled Trans Siberian Orchestra. That guitar. This is a good song. Such a good song. This is a good song. Just just let it go for a second. Is she talking about Eminem in this song? Uh, maybe at this time. Probably Nick Cannon. That was uh, much earlier. Yeah, he was probably he was barely ten. walking yeah. or just shooting hoops outside. Wasn't wasn't this song like 2002 or something? Yeah, no, this is like 95. This is right around the 2000s. Wow. Great song, definitely number one in my book. 
It's a it's an awesome song. It transcends new school and old and old school. Well, you bring a good point up earlier with it's hard to pick your favorite songs because there's so many different renditions. We ran into a same uh, similar issue with our Christmas bracket. You know, if you listen to one of the first episodes when we brought up the Christmas bracket and why we were doing it, we went over the fact that there's a lot of movies that have been redone and there's a lot of movies that also have sequels. And I thought it was important for this year to just include all of them under that umbrella. So like Home Alone Attempt includes include. any of the Home Alones. You got shit on uh, these people. You know, The Grinch includes any of the four Grinch movies that are out there. Um, it's just the theme, the overall movie, how do you compare it to the other classics? And last week, we dwindled down the Elite Eight to the Final Four, and we had an awesome down-to-the-wire, very last-minute poll between Christmas Vacation and Home Alone series. Do you want to talk about the first matchup and, and leave the Yeah, people? before we get to that, though, I think we had a matchup that going in, we all felt pretty confident who was going to win. We had Elf versus How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Classic movie, has different versions, so that's another one where it's going up against the Grinch genre, call it. Um, Elf won pretty decidedly. I was surprised by that. Deserved sixty percent of the votes for Elf to forty percent for the Grinch franchise. I was surprised. Do you know why? Because there are some Grinch movies that you walk away and you're like, eh. Well, they have that new one. Yeah, the most recent one was yeah terrible. Well, it just it didn't it didn't encompass the the mean spiritedness of the Grinch. The spirit of Whoville. Yeah, the spirit of Whoville versus the dark clouded area of Grinch Mountain, whatever the mountain's called. You know, I think Jim Carrey and in the live version movie did a great job. But people still walked away saying phenomenal. People people still didn't like that. Who? I mean the real version Idiots, blind people, deaf people, who? Well, that was the first me. live we welcome version on this show. <laughs> Do what? That was the first live version of yes. the Grinch, wasn't it? Yeah, I think people were just uncomfortable with the live version. It was different. I mean yeah. seeing Jim Carrey and all that makeup, I think it took like five or six hours a day before they shot their scenes well, from the and that was when he was still like but somewhat normal. He's really so popular. good, though. He was like, no, he was really good. He he's just so good in that movie. Like, he kind of like you know Johnny Depp playing the Cat in the Hat or something like that. Like, there are a few people that can play certain roles, and I, Jim Carrey playing the Grinch with his mannerisms and the way he can just be so demonstrative, demonstrative on film. Um, you know, it it plays into a different aspect of the Grinch, which is you know the mean but yet kind of comical and doofy aspect so well and that's my thought i think when we do this bracket in a couple years we'll have to revisit this uh, and i look forward to it we're gonna have to bring in the sequels and 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 maybe expand it expand it to decide which version or which sequel is the one that's going to represent the franchise um because i think that may have brought a little bit more clarity including with christmas vacation versus home alone another franchise home alone you have one two three and i think most recently four came out a couple years ago i actually really like three even though it wasn't with uh macaulay coke uh macaulay culkin which kid was that i forget who what the kid was the kid with the the bowl but the russians there, right? but the russians in the neighborhood yeah. and I really enjoyed it. It was one of my favorites for many years growing up, uh, but I do like the classic Home Alones. But this one, when I say came down to the last minute. Yeah, this is a buzzer beater. This is uh, Butler versus whoever they played, and they hit if, it off the rim. If I remember, Home Alone was your Dega, surprise your surprise team to win it all. They were my dark horse sleeper, yeah. 
Christmas Vacation with 50.7% of the vote. Bunch of BS. Advances to the championship matchup. It'll be Hell yeah. Christmas Vacation versus Elf. Are you serious, Clark? Wow. Can we get some recounts? Let's go. Yeah. Recounts on those Stop votes. the count. Stop the count. I <laughs> yeah, want to do signature matches. I need to make sure people didn't double vote. <laughs> this is really important. This was too close. We may have to pause. No. Um, when we do this the again, it'll be interesting to see where all these movies end up. But pretty decidedly, Home Alone, with the amount of votes they got, they're going to come in third place in this bracket, which is very deserved. The Grinch will end up at fourth. So tomorrow... We're going to post the updated bracket, and then we are going to have a vote on Christmas Eve to ultimately decide the best Christmas movie of all time. Elf versus Christmas Vacation, and we'll announce the winner on Christmas Day. No other way to do it than this. As decided by the people. By the people. And for all you 10 and 14 and 18-year-olds, we appreciate you voting. We appreciate you commenting. But you can't just come in at the end of this thing and bitch about where what about four these movies has ended up. <laughs> I mean, they've been voted on for four weeks. If you don't like what didn't make it, tune in, give Next your opinion, year. but vote. That's vote how you decide where we often. end up. So... Um, it was a, a great bracket. I'm really glad with how it's gone so far, and I can't wait for Christmas Day to decide ultimately the victor of the best Christmas movie of all time bracket. What have you heard were the misses that we had? I think Four Christmases is one that we left is off. That a real, yes, is that um, a I've heard Love Actually That's should have been on there. If it's anything, Love I've heard Actually. Nightmare Before Christmas, which if you paid attention, yes. that was a play-in movie against um, Die Hard. I've heard sequels is a big miss, not clarifying. Cause I've had some people say, well, this version was my favorite, but I didn't know which one to pick. Cause sure. it wasn't, it wasn't listed. Um, next year though, I think we're going to maybe do Christmas songs to see the ultimate Christmas song, even though it's kind of unfair. I think most well, people very obvious what's going to win. <laughs> think Mariah Carey and all of for Christmas is you is going to win. But yeah, I think um, there was one other one that Before we left Christmas off with Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah. Awful, awful movie. What about I'll Be Home for Christmas with uh, Teen Heartthrob? I mean, we didn't have... Thomas, uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, JTT. Yeah, I'll Be Home for Christmas. JTT. Yeah, you know me. So, anyway... Uh, I can't uh, see Fat Man. I'm just going to throw that out there. The new Mel Gibson movie where oh, he's like a violent you seen Santa it? Claus. I haven't seen it. No, it's supposed to be coming out soon. Uh, well, I look forward to it. It's a pretty good trailer. going to be a candidate for sure next year. has to be. <laughs> well, um, we're going to... I'm parched. We're going to have to refill our beverages real quick. Yeah, and I think Tristan's it. got a great beer of the week lined up. And while I go to grab the beers, Ryan, do you want to let them know about our good friend, Gus McNucci over at the McNucci Law Firm? Yeah, we should talk about our good friend McNucci at the McNucci Law Firm, especially now that it's the holidays. And if you have been in an accident that was not your fault, or if you've been working overtime and not getting paid for it, you need to call our good friend Gus McNucci at McNucci Law Firm. Attorney Gus McNucci has recovered millions for his clients, and he can help you too. Call McNucci Law Firm today at 972-822-0899. Josh, you want me to read that again? Yeah, hit them with that one more time, would you? 972-822-0899. Can we get to this beer, guys? This yeah, let's do it. This is probably this? the coolest can I've ever seen, Tristan. Tristan, what do you got for us here? Man, I have something straight out of Houston, Texas. 
the good old Carbosh Brewing Company, every year they put out uh, a few seasonals, but this one is specific to the Christmas season, and it is called You'll Shoot Your Eye Out. And this page homage to another movie in our uh, Christmas bracket that, that I think made it to the Elite Eight. No, one of our early upsets. That was an early upset. Oh, it got, yeah, okay, so never mind. It got beat out anyway. What's the uh, movie? Long story short, this <laughs> I don't watch Christmas beer, movies. What's the damn movie? Christmas Story. This, okay, there we go. Yeah, so so this beer comes from Houston, Texas. Um, it's a darker beer, not, not like Guinness dark or anything, but... Um, uh, it's got caramel in it. It's got some citrus on the back end. Um, you know, they they say it pairs good with wild game and hearty stew. Wild uh, game. It pairs good with family, and it also pairs good with Christmas cookies. We got a 5.6% um, alcohol percentage. Yep, my, 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 favorite, my favorite thing about this, though, is the packaging. Um, mm. It's got the lamp with the leg. Uh, it comes in a crate-looking box. Uh, very colorful can. It'll pop out at you. Um, you know, essentially shoot your eye out from from the beer rack inside your local beer store. Um, but I have bought this now for two years in a row, uh, almost religiously. I can't wait for it to come out because it is just that good, smooth and easy. And again, a local Texas beer. I'm really trying to focus on some of these beers here in Texas. Um, I love it as much as possible, just because there there are a lot of good breweries coming around. Um, so. If you get a chance, they only release this until the end of December, so you got about a week left. Uh, find your local store and, and just grab yourself a six-pack and enjoy it. Let's, let's, enjoy let's try this. this. Here we go. One, two, three. Okay, go ahead, Elton. Someone was Elton, was, Elton was a little excited. Was, was yeah, who was that, guys? Who was <laughs> that? I think it was Elton. Let's try it. Fired early. Mm. I taste the caramel right off the top. Huge fan right off the bat. Okay, am I yep. am I wrong to say this is similar to another famous Texas beer? No, you're not. It's exactly what came to mind. It tastes it's like pretty, Shiner. It's pretty damn it close. Does. It's pretty damn close. It tastes like Shiner. Elton, Tristan, you, you are the a picture up of this and put it on our story for the fans. Elton. You are a Shiner lover. If you drink a beer, I feel like it's usually a Shiner. Yeah. What do you think? It does. It has a, a little bit more caramel. Yes, and a later hit on the back end of the. Well, and it's hard for me to drink this. Because the colorful brightness of the can does not make me think this is going to be a darker beer. It's a yeah. little deceptive. Great can, Elton. What you don't don't know from Christmas Story is one of the most iconic parts of the film is in the living room. The dad buys this lampshade, and it's constructed of a woman's leg and fishnet stockings, and it's lamp. And so it's on the Christmas can. Um, I've seen this lamp before. I just yeah, didn't know. That's what it's from. Yeah, so, oh, and it's okay. on the can. This is a pretty cool, pretty cool can. Great labeling. I mean, I'm going to give a shout out to all the breweries we've done so far. Their art team is on point. Yeah, these microbrews do a good job designing stuff. And I, I know none of us are Astros fans. I mean, maybe you are, Elton. But not Crawford Bach. Carbach Brewing Company has a really cool can called Car- Crawford Bach, like Tristan was talking about. And it's got their old school Houston Astros uniform logo basically all over it. It looks really cool. All right, guys. And it's a pretty good beer. While we enjoy this ice cold beer, I need to talk about something that offended me. Oh, boy. Over the week, I was triggered. What did Josh do? It doesn't take much with you, millennials. Well, he sent me this, and I was (laughs) (laughs) quite offended. Uh, The Bleacher Report came out with rankings of players. Top 100. Top 100. We just need to go over the first 10 because that's the only that's one. That's all that really matters matter. in the NBA. 
Let's go over them real quick. Of course, we'll start from 10. Number 10, the Kevin biggest surprise. Durant. Yeah. Number nine, Damian Lillard. Lillard. L's are hard for me. Yep. Uh, number eight, Anthony Davis. Um, seven. I don't, y'all want to help me out with this one? Nikola Jokic. Nikola Nikola Jokic. Jokic. Number six, Stephen Curry. Hmm. Number five, Kawhi Leonard. Number four, James Harden. Number three, Luka Doncic. I'm not. Wait, wait, hold on. Who was Luka, number three? We're just going to go Luka. 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 Doncic. Doncic. Number 21 three. years old. But that's 21. Doncic. Number one in our hearts. Wow. Doncic. Number two, Giannis. We're not going to even. Antetokounmpo. There we go. Good try. Number one, of course, you all know LeBron James. LeBron James. Here's where they offended me. How dare you? Number seven. Kevin Durant. Oh. At number 10. I don't care if he didn't play last year. He is still easily top three player in the NBA. Hands down. He's probably number two. I think. I, number I two or number two. three. Okay, so to be fair, I want to defend Bleach Report. They gave the top 100 NBA players for 2021 season. Right. KD missed last year. It doesn't matter. With a significant injury. Still doesn't matter. That plays a part in where you put him. If you, if he, he didn't play all year. If he plays like Russell Westbrook, I get it. But he doesn't play like that. He doesn't play rough. Okay. I think the biggest shocker on here was Anthony Davis as number eight. I think that's the most realistic ranking I've seen of Anthony Davis. Really? I saw him really? on like number two, number three. Oh, I don't think he's that high, ago. but. Really? You'd rather have Harden over Anthony Davis? Yes. Well, Harden carried his team to the playoffs the last several years. Anthony Davis couldn't do it when he was in New Orleans. Anthony Davis can play three positions. He could probably play. James Harden five. can maybe only play maybe two. Well, sure one. I and, think. And no defense. And, and no, no defense. defense. I think the greatest story of this ranking is the props everybody is giving to Luka Doncic. And I don't, I don't know, know if why. it was how he played in the bubble or just how he came into this league by a storm. A lot of people doubted him because he's a European player and he has lit the NBA world on fire. So much so, LeBron James thinks so highly of him. I mean, if he had it his way, he'd be wearing the LeBron James brand. Um, but I think Luka deserves to be in the top five. No problems with it. We need to be careful. We're already starting to crown people. Luka hasn't done anything or won anything yet. Mm. I don't I don't think Agreed. he deserves I, to be agreed. above KD. Maybe top five, but above KD? KD, I think, is only because of the injury. But I agree. Like I think he needs to be. I think KD needs to be way higher. Okay, so who do you right. who and do I, you have? I, Go ahead. I, I just think, and, and I hate preseason rankings because they're just preseason. Nobody knows anything. But I just think, um, as much as I like Luca, and as much as I think he is everything that we think he is, and everything he's shown to be, it's just a little early to anoint him as the next coming. As much Ooh. as I can't wait to see that happen, right? I just think that's a little early. Um, I'm not going to go out on a limb and make any predictions about that because, like you guys, I can't wait to watch it unfold. But it's just early, and and it is a little early. He can put up people. He can put up points like, easy, but he's, oh, he's he early. Can, he can he can score on anybody, and that's that's not even that's not even my issue. I like to see my stars play a little bit of defense. I think that will grow. I think he will get better on the defensive side of the ball. But 
and, and and going on that, that's why I'll never have James Harden anywhere near a top player because the guy just doesn't play defense, and that's proven, always has, or I, I guess never has, never will. So well, he's for sure out of um, my top. He's for sure out of my top five for sure. I don't I don't yeah, have him. There's in my no top question five. on that. But here's my top five, starting at five: Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Then we got four: Luca. We got three: Anthony Davis, two: KD, one: LeBron James. Oh wow! Okay, I'm okay. I'm That's a little true. bit different. Really? Yeah. So I do have the injury factor in KD. Okay. You saw him play. We, I'm putting, we're watching him play right now. You, I'm putting KD at five. Ah, he's easy top five for me, but I am bumping yep. him down because he was hurt, and it's a it is a pretty big injury. And it's a process to come back. Now these rankings came out during the preseason. We all saw him play. During the preseason, well, they came out. That's true. They came out like two days ago, right? Yeah. So it's not like they didn't okay. see what we saw. Number four. I know. I, okay. Who's your four? Yeah. Kawhi. Okay. He's top five. Bueno. Number I, three. Okay. The man in Dallas. Okay. Luca. Boy wonder. Luca Doncic. Oh no. Number two. Okay. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Why? 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 Back to back MVP. I don't okay. dominates on both ends of the floor. Okay, he is not. He's okay. He's a stud. I'll give you that. But he hasn't done anything with the team in Milwaukee. That they put the, it doesn't matter. He had wow. some stars around him. Okay, I guarantee you he doesn't do anything this year. He had stars around him in Milwaukee. You guarantee he, he won't do anything this year. He's got if a only better he would team start this an year. agency and recruit all his best friends. He maybe should. Do you think he knows anybody with $500 million to spend? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he's got Shout out Rich Paul investor. and $500 million he's signed in the last freaking two months. Um, Harden is nowhere near top five for me right now, though. No. And his whole, like, boycott the Rockets. And then this story came out today that he, apparently he's, like, throwing a basketball at his teammate that he's pissed at. Yeah, this guy's a mess. I'll take. Uh, yeah. I'll I'll go starting at one. I'm going to run through them real quick because I agree pretty much with this list. I go LeBron, Giannis, Luca, Kawhi, KD, and then That's I have AD list. right outside number five. I do not have AD. In my <clears throat> so I have Curry behind him. I have Jokic behind him. So I'm basically locked. You're hating step. on you're hating on KD if you're going to keep Curry that high when he's coming off an injury. I had KD at number five. I know. I'm just saying. I don't even have I have Giannis on my six? bottom ten. Wow. I don't have Giannis that high. You don't know basketball. It's okay. What? Yeah, I just I he 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 has it just like Luca. Now Luca's just a different breed of a player. So that's why I want to put him up higher. But just like Luca, Luca hasn't done anything. Giannis hasn't done anything. He's won MVPs, but the times that he's won MVPs, I think no. One out of the two times that he's won MVPs, it should have gone to another player. I think the one time he Who? won the MVP Who? is when LeBron did not make it to the playoffs with the Lakers. He took a backseat that so year. So why would LeBron win the MVP that year? He wouldn't, and Giannis deserved it. But any time outside of that year, LeBron, personally, I think he should have won all those MVPs. I mean, I think it's tough. because I mean, that's debatable, and that could be another debate, but I'm just, I'm just saying. I, you, I, you saw the same thing happen in Shaq's prime and in Kobe's prime, where those guys weren't really getting the awards. Because everyone, they had a great team around them. So right. Steve Nash won two at the time when he did it. Thanks. Curry won two back-to-back. Right. They just want to announce. And if you, uh, they if want you to, watch basketball. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. If go you ahead. watch basketball, 
back then and you watched what Steve Nash did with that Suns team, they had themselves a very good team, but he was the one that took that team as far as they got, even though they never actually made the finals. Well, because they five, got robbed. Suns? Yes, they did it in that series against San Antonio with the coming off the bench and the guys getting suspended. That was that was a big pile of horse shit. Um but Steve Nash was by far the best player in the court in just about every game he played in. Um, and he, he, he carried that team. So, um, you know, guys like Steve Nash definitely deserve back-to-back. Curry, I think, deserved back-to-back. Um, and they proved it, you know. They, they, even though Curry had other players around him, uh, you tune in to watch a guy like Steph Curry. And he, more often than not, and by a margin, delivered all I can say is that I'm glad Steph is back. I'm glad KD is back. It's good for the league. Same it's going to be amazing. We have it's- some awesome matchups on Christmas Day. I don't know if y'all have looked at the schedule yet. I'm going to run by the schedule real quick, and I want to hear who your favorite games are, and I'll give you mine. So we start at 11 a.m., Pelicans, Heat, Zion versus Jimmy B. Then we jump into Giannis versus Golden State. I mean the Bucks. Sorry, I miss- misspoke. <laughs> the Bucks versus Golden State. Brooklyn versus Boston. The Mavs versus the Lakers. Primetime. Big game. Luka getting the honor. And then you've got a Western Conference rematch uh, from the second round of the Clippers and the Nuggets. Elton, who are you watching? you got to watch the Mavericks and and the Lakers. That's the only game that's worth watching. For me, at least. What? For me, at least. For me, at least. That's too much star Star power. I mean, is he playing? Is LeBron playing in this one? I, I assume he, he will. Yeah, Christmas. He, yeah, he, he I mean, I'll be interested to see how much he plays tonight. They're they're the late game tonight, hosting the uh, Clippers, and it's their ring night. So he's playing tonight. He has to play tonight. They're getting their ring. So that means he's playing two games in three days. So that'll be interesting. But I think he plays. I think NBA got it right with scheduling. I think this is going to be the most watched game. But I tell you, one game I'm interested in seeing, and it's um, Clippers Denver. Oh, yes. I mean, Denver does not yep. get nearly enough respect. They are the nope. dark horse every year. If you're a betting person and you're smart, you'll make a lot of money because Vegas anybody. doesn't Vegas doesn't favor Denver usually. Okay. They're not favored in this matchup and is that a I real like, stat or is that a Josh stat? No, I'm serious. I, Denver doesn't I get any gonna, love. I think they're gonna I don't know. I like the Nuggets. You're not going to sit down and watch the Nuggets. The Nuggets are boring. They're slow. They're like the Spurs. Uh, they're not we, slow though. We we need to pause for a second. Uh, Nicole wants to try our beer of the week. Okay. Give your Here we go. Oh. Who is Nicole? Do we want to? Nicole's my lovely wife. You ever heard of outkicking the coverage? Like That's what she like did. It? Yeah. Does it taste like a beer you're familiar with? I was going to say maybe the Kona. Oh, Ooh, Kona Longboard. Kona. Another good I one. I love it. I haven't oh, had that one in a while. for me. Hey, you know what? Tristan wants a a virtual high five. There you go, Tristan. High five achieved. Tristan, what game are you looking forward to? Man, there are two on that slate. Actually, all five are really good. But the two that I'm looking forward to, being a Dallas Maverick fan by transplant, I'm I'm definitely interested in that game. Um, Only because I want to see Luka dominate. Uh, but I like that early game. I'm I, I Zion. He's perplexing to me. Uh, he's big. He's powerful. I want to see him continue to build the repertoire of, of moves and use that size to dominate. And Jimmy Butler. I I thought 
way back in his rookie season, just watching how he kind of moved through a basketball game. Yep. I thought he was going to be a star. I never thought he would just be this guy, right, who who goes to a team, makes them better, hits the big shot, and he, minus the social media stuff, he does it rather quietly in a game. I mean, you don't ever feel like Jimmy Butler's taking over a game yeah. until you look at the stat line and you're like, holy shit, he took over the game. There was a couple right? games so, in the bubble where he did well, take over. He did, but... Big face but, coffee. But, but the body of work with him yeah. is, is pretty... It, it, it's pretty modest because he just doesn't he doesn't fly off the page to you. And I just like to watch him play. I love the fact that he's a defensive first player. Um, he 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 always seems to play his guy really good. Well, and, and then add scoring to that. Yeah, I think if the NBA did anything wrong, I think this game is the five o'clock, four o'clock matchup. Y'all I think are glossing over. I think Brooklyn Brooklyn Kyrie Boston needs to be the to eleven a.m. No, no way. Mm-hmm. Kyrie, well, it's not fucking Cleveland. Let's not act like Boston was some huge stepping stone for him. World B-flat in KD and, and versus the Celtics. Uh, Burning Sage. Yeah. Did you see that before... weird shit the other night? I missed that. Before oh, yeah. the game started, he went out in the empty arena. It was like Burning Sage and running it around all the, the stands. Great. So now he's crazy. He's, all, hey, he's if, obviously crazy. If you... If you tune into our Instagram page, there was a story posted about our good friend Charles Barkley with an awesome Roast comment. Him. Oh yeah, I, I didn't on, like it though. I did. I did. I loved it. I loved Charles. It. Anytime Charles, no anytime caps, Charles everybody. Talks, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. I'm I, in. I think we all agree Mavericks Clippers is the game. Or sorry, well, Lakers. Mavericks Lakers are is the game of Christmas. So, just real quick, straight up, who do you think wins, Ryan? Mavericks or Lakers? Uh, we won't be at full strength, so I'm going to go Lakers. Lakers. Tristan? I'll, I'll go Lakers. I'm going to take Mavs. I think the Mavs played really well last year without Chris Stops at times, especially in games where a lot of people didn't think they had a chance. Yeah. So I like the Mavericks in this one, especially because LeBron may be a little limited well, coming off of death. playing on Tuesday night this week and then turning around and playing a couple days later on Friday. So. Oh, wow. Turning around and playing three days later. Yeah. Hey, I mean, he's 35 years old. Give the man his dues. So, <laughs> I like Luca, but I think it's going to be LeBron. Well, do we talk bowl season? Though? It started. Started yesterday. No, it started already. It feels like games just ended. Well, I, I think because they did. Idaho Potato Bowl. I think Woo-hoo. yesterday was overshadowed by the controversy of the playoff. Yeah. Let me let me run through the playoffs for y'all, and then we can jump into if we think they got it right, and then let's talk about a couple of bowl games. So. There's really not that much controversy. Well, the controversy is around what didn't happen, but there wasn't that much confusion. It was pretty much the same four teams from this weekend. So Ohio State skated by barely against Northwestern. Clemson pretty much throttled Notre Dame, but Notre Dame had beat them earlier in the year. And Alabama was dominating Florida. Florida made a huge comeback, but of course, Alabama won as usual. So your final four ended up being Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State moved up to number three, and then Notre Dame fell back to number four. So it's really not that much different. It's the same team. So A&M still sitting on the outside. Cincinnati never ended up moving. So it just wasn't that much going on in in these games. So, I mean... I don't know. Did they get it right? We live in Texas. Do we have and the right four? Therefore, we all have friends that are A&M, Aggies. 
Yes, I work with a couple it. Aggies. They wear it on their sleeve, and um, on their fingers, their rings. The question that I asked them because I think they're most butthurt. Actually, it's kind of surprised. They're really butthurt about Notre Dame getting in, even though they're a one-loss team as well. Um, and they're only lost but they, Clemson. I think everyone agrees. The biggest sore spot this year is Ohio State, just because of their strength of schedule and how many games they played. And I apologize. My daughter is teething. If anybody has recommendations on how to get your child through teething without any pain, I'm all ears. Alcohol. But. Scotch. Scotch, really? Is that a... Is there a team? This is a this is a question that I asked my Aggie friends. Is there three teams better than Ohio State in NCAA right now? And if your answer is no, then they need to be in the playoff for the impact of you wanting the best four teams in. Now, if you want to argue that Aggie should be in, what does you what do you what do they have up against Notre Dame? They argue you know, Notre Dame didn't look great going up against Clemson. Well, they got beat worse by Alabama. I don't think the argument exactly. is, is which team is better. I think the problem is the playoff situation is only four teams. There we go. And that is the issue. And it's a very simple issue to solve. Eight-team playoff, all Power 5 conferences get one representative. You allow for one non-Power 5 conference team, and then you allow for Coast two wild Carolina, cards. Baby. You allow for <laughs> two wild cards, whatever they may be, potentially a non-Power 5 conference, but most likely two Power 5 conference teams as well. Not only does it allow for more parity in the playoff, but it also makes more bowl games worth watching. It would drive more money. It's more of a March Madness concept. Absolutely. And and it would, why are they against it? What am I missing here? Help me out. Well, okay, we'll start with the NCAA rarely knows what the F they're doing. And I'll go ahead and pass it on to somebody else because that's my only statement. Yeah, but they know money, money is the number one motive for anything. And Even... Even when money is falling in their lap and slapping them in the face, they still don't quite. So you think there's think a suit in this meeting saying, whoa, 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 we're going to lose money by having 18 playoff guys. I think there's probably some financial implications to the big bowl games where they lose right. financial value, which I think is stupid. Those big bowl games. No, those, those big bowl games now have more playoffs to go to. It gives the cotton bowl a playoff every year. I think, it gives the Rose Bowl a playoff every year. But but what they're scared of doing, I think, in the grand scheme of things, and the overall part of it, is just watering down what they're trying to do. And I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. But I think I think the more bowl games to this committee, to the NCAA, is just kind of convoluting the process. And they, they went away from the BCS for this. And now I think they've, they might have realized that they didn't quite do the right thing. So they're they're right now holding their position and trying to stay strong and coming up with their argument for why this is the right thing to do and et cetera, et cetera. But in the end, I think we all understand that the right thing to do, include more teams, include more bowls, more venues, more sponsors. And in the end, what do you have? Way more money. And way yeah. more interest. Way more, way more fan bases way more involved. Way, way more, more attention to bowl games that – I mean, no one's watching you bowl games right now. You just heard me shout Coastal Carolina. I yeah. just shouted out Coastal Carolina. You know why? I want to see the underdog. I want to see the little school take on, let's say, an LSU in the future. Like, and like when a, Boise State know, beat OU a few years ago. Or, or, more than a few years the, ago. or when, the best. was Boise it three State years ago when Virginia lost as a one seed in March Madness to Middle uh, Tennessee? Yep. We know or, it's not going to happen often. But it's the, it's the underdog no. story. We all root for it, you know, 
Speaking of underdog, out of the four teams, I think the obvious underdog is going to be Notre Dame in this four-team matchup. Yep. You've right. got in the first matchup Alabama Notre Dame, in the second matchup False. you got Clemson versus God's Ohio State. Um, out of the four, Ryan, who do you think is in the championship game? Uh, it's another rematch. Yep. If, we're, if we're talking straight money line, like who do I pick to win yep. the games? It's going to be another rematch. It's Alabama Clemson. Alabama Clemson. Elton, you disagree? Saints all the way. Notre Dame. Notre Dame, Alabama. Love it. Give me some. Ooh, snack. You know, I can't reach the non-Catholic representing the Catholics. You know, <laughs> it, I, I don't remember what year it was that Alabama played Notre Dame in the championship game. 2011, but I the think. Phrase, yeah, so the phrase Alabama scored again still rings true today. <laughs> They're still going to be scoring. Um, they're going to be scoring for the next decade. So you think Kirk Herbstreit's talking about Joe Burrow's injury in the third quarter and anything else but the game, if that happens? Man, uh, I'm not even going to touch that, but yes. Yeah. So, all right, we know the playoffs. Any other bowl games that you're watching? Because I've got a bunch that I have my eye on. I first want to give a shout-out to Army. Three days ago, Army was left out of the bowl matchups. A lot of people were pissed off. And rightfully so. Yeah, Army went nine teams and getting bowl games. Army went nine and two this year, and I understand they're they're not in a power five conference. I get it, but give them some respect. I mean, there was a time and age when Army dominated football, and this year, I mean, they played pretty well against Cincinnati what time was that? a long time ago. I mean, but they're an exciting team to watch. We got to root for our troops any chance we get. I just I love Army football. They're going to be in a bowl now. Tennessee had to drop out of the Liberty Bowl because of COVID. So now Army will take on West Virginia Mountaineers yeah. in the Liberty Ooh, Bowl. And so I'm excited for them and hope to watch some of it. But the game I'm most looking forward to, because I'm tired of Aggies bitching, is Texas A&M versus North Carolina Tar Heels. Mac Brown versus A&M again. Yeah. yeah that is a strong dynamic, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I uh, I like this game because I want A&M to prove once and for all that they did deserve to be in the playoff. Or I think people are asleep on North Carolina. What North Carolina did they are. to uh, Miami, I think it woke a lot of people up to just how good they are. I don't think people realize right. they could compete. I think a and yep. going to have that whole – I mean, you talk all the time about bowl game motivation. If you're not in the playoffs and you're A&M, yeah. what's your motivation? Players are going to sit, right? I mean, your only hope is they want to compete because they want to get drafted. Sure. So, but, you know, I mean, I think it's a pride thing. I don't think A&M lays down this game. Um, I think they want to come out and prove that they were a great team, and I guess we'll see. I've got three that I'm tracking. Jeez. One is, uh, I'm actually tracking all of them. <laughs> i got three that I'll talk about. I mean, about. I'm betting on all of them, but. I've got the Tristan's guys, the Mullets, Coastal Carolina versus Liberty, a matchup we should have yeah. seen earlier this year. Yeah. Let's I love go. 11-0 Coastal Carolina, 7-1 Liberty. Give me Coastal Carolina. Won't even be close. Oh, I don't know, man. Liberty's got a good team this year. And then the other one that I'm really, really liking, Cincinnati versus Georgia. Cincinnati got snubbed, undefeated team, highest-ranked non-Power 5 team. And I just think they got shafted by not making it. And Georgia, in the meantime... Two losses. They finally found a quarterback at the end of the season, but I'm really curious to see how Cincinnati's number one defense in the country stacks up against the Bulldogs. 
And then right. last, just for fun, I just I like Florida, Oklahoma. You got a bunch of offense. It's like Not hard much to defense, beat. lots of yeah. Offense. Whatever the over is, take it. It's probably going to be like eighty, but take right. it because they're going to score a ton of points. Although I did read today that Kyle Pitts is not going to be playing. So that's a big deal. Either way, I'm looking forward to bowl season. I'm glad it's already started. We'll see what happens in these games in the next few weeks, but let's keep track and we'll see where it goes. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Listen, well, that concludes our um, 12th. Is it 12th? 12th? 11th, 12th. COVID's got me so confused right now. Podcasts. Tune in next time on our most unlucky number. The thirteenth episode. It's good. It's going to be a good one, though. Um, But hey, before you go and hit subscribe, make sure touch it. Make sure you look out for the Christmas bracket (laughs) poll. We're going to have our championship matchup: Christmas Vacation versus Elf. It'll be posted on Christmas Eve day. Make sure you go and vote. We really look forward to seeing who the champion is for the best Christmas movie of all time. Elton on the boards. I'm Josh. I'm Ryan. Have a good night. Adios.